Great stories are timeless. To be a great storyteller, one must bridge the gap between an alluring narrative and the audience, to pull with the heartstrings, and to shape the imagination. At Q Films Media, we're more than just a media production agency. We are a powerhouse of creative individuals, content creators, who specialize in telling great stories. Stories that are intimate and kept closest to the heart. Stories that are powerful and inspiring, that spark boldness and action. We are Q Films Media. We're here to tell your story. We are always unseen. It's tough to be emotionally intelligent if you're coming from an insecure place. Mm -hmm. So when you don't have a foundation that you're comfortable with and your foundation's rocky, it's tough to be emotionally intelligent. How do you build that foundation? Well, you build that foundation from Maslow's hierarchy, I would say. Um, so what is Maslow's hierarchy? Everybody, like the first, again, if, if people search this up, you'll see Maslow's hierarchy. It's basically, think of a think of a triangle or a ladder, if you will. And, you know, the first thing that a human person, a human being needs, the first ring, you need, you need water, you need shelter, you need food, you need clothes on your back, you need shoes on your feet, right? You can't be thinking about your career, you can't be thinking about nothing if you don't have food in your stomach or if you don't have a house right or you don't have a place to live right so the that's just that's just a wondering and then it starts going up right it starts you know after that you know you need a good support system and then after that you need you need to be loved and you need all these sort of needs right and so if you just take a look at maslow's hierarchy and you start building that foundation from maslow's hierarchy you start to build a strong foundation. And once you have all those things needed, like, for example, I was in a place five, six years ago where, you know, young 20-year-old Cassius had no money to his name, had no nothing, um, you know, career was rocky, finished school, didn't know what, what I was doing, et cetera, et cetera, right? So from that standpoint, how can I be emotionally intelligent? How can I think about anything to navigate the world properly? So, I need to figure out, okay, I need to get, I need to make some money. I need to, I need to build some savings because I can't, I, I'm stressed, constantly stressed about finances. So how do I, so the first step, obvious answer is go find a job, start making some money or I, yeah. And, and same thing, like trying to make music or trying to make, you know, podcasts or trying to do any sort of creative work. I, I the constant back of my, my head was my finances. So I think the first step for anybody is to first put yourself and build that foundation, food, water, shelter. Once that's completed, start making some money, have some money in the bank account, have, you know, try to fill those certain needs that are constantly in the back of your head that are stressing you out, whatever that is. Yeah. And then from there, 
you don't have to figure out everything but from from there once you're once you've started to solve some of these constant pain point issues then you can start thinking with a clear mind and then you start to build tactics and then you start to read books like Robert Greene and then you start to start to get start to slowly build off that foundation and and move forward yeah so where would you say you use emotional intelligence the most is it with work definitely business business absolutely yeah because you're navigating the waters of business are very unknown yeah (laughs) because you meet so many different people man so many different people so many different personalities so many different lenses and 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 viewpoints and things like that Mm -hmm. and it is i'm telling you brother it is so easy to get offended yeah you don't have a thick skin in business you 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 are not you sitting in these meetings with people uh, anyone you you could easily just lose your mind it's so easy to just be like man what what the fuck is what 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 the hell is this guy saying yeah right and so it's it's one of those things of like i'm having to constantly flex patient muscles creative muscles emotional intelligence muscles to understand okay i have to break this person down mm-hmm and understand what this person needs and want and coming from and background doing that initial research about their business who are they what are they what are their viewpoints what do they see as important what do they see as not important yeah. what do they see as what are their needs what am i trying to problem solve here is it worth my time is it worth their time yeah all of these things yeah and if you get offended you can't even you don't have that vision to see any of those things at all no um and that's one of those things is what i've learned in business is being almost like a chameleon yeah you you have to especially in the in the service industry especially in the service-based industry because if you're constantly offended by people with them either lowballing you or them saying your work sucks last week i had a guy i literally and i'm not going to mention his name but last week i had had an individual say yeah your work is not that great in front of my face, I'm sitting in this meeting. And like, yeah, your work's all right. And what am I supposed to do in that meeting? Right? What am I? Am I supposed to get offended? Am I supposed to lose my mind? Am I? And I'm trying to get paid. So this guy knows he's he's throwing he's throwing a tactic my way. Mm-hmm. What is this guy gonna do? He's he came to he came to collect his check. And this guy's literally across from me. Saying, yeah, your work was all right. Your work was not, it, it, it wasn't that good. Directly in my face. And so how am I supposed to react in this moment? And then, so what, what did I do? I said, why wasn't it good? Instead of, say, instead of losing my mind saying, screw you, you're an asshole, you're a dick. What was wrong with it? Oh, uh, and then I, well, I started breaking him down and he couldn't answer his own questions. So why was it, what was wrong with it? Was it the quality? No, it wasn't a quality. Oh, you know, you know, da 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 da. And as as he started, as I started bringing, he's like, "No, nah, we were, you know, we wanted more pictures of this, and you guys take pictures." And then, and then once we start, once I start asking him questions, he's like, "Yeah, you know what? I actually didn't give you guys good enough direction." So was that my fault, right? So now I, instead of losing my mind in that moment and yelling and screaming, saying, "My, you know, you fuck you, my work is the best," and da 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 da. Yeah. I started breaking him down. Where is this pain point coming from? And this pain point is actually coming from something that he didn't give us direction on. It wasn't our fault. It wasn't our, our, our photos were amazing. Yeah. Our photos were great, but you, that person could not, could, the, the, the thing that he said initially, your photos aren't good. Okay. 
right? And it's not coming from, it's not because of my work. It's not because of what I did. It's because of his own leadership and his own direction. He wasn't able to give us enough direction. And so now he was mad that he didn't get what he wanted in, at the end of it, at the end of the project. So though that's just like one out of many different scenarios. No, absolutely. Like um, even even when I started doing business, especially in the media world, and this is completely different because every industry is different. Um, I would start noticing certain things that people were saying as well and try to find pain points. And when they were had something negative to say, I would push them further too. Like, especially when I see like people that I know are lying now, and I got this from one of Robert Greene's books, is I go with the lie. And I wanna, I'm actually curious to see how far are they willing to lie. Mm-hmm. So in the same instance, in, in the business side, like how you're talking about, I want to see, like, break it down further, you know, and really see how far are they willing to go with their statement? And are they able to back up their statement too, right? And clearly in this instance, your your client wasn't able to, but that's emotional intelligence because you're able to figure out and see why, why are they unhappy more than like having that ego. Yeah. And you get you get that more and more when you have a bigger team like yourself now yeah where before it was just you so your work was directly it, it, it almost was like them attacking you and Absolutely. now it's like you're, they're attacking your team yep and you're trying to break down how can the team do better if that's the scenario yeah exactly and i think that's a great way to to respond to it and that's that's a killer caches that um that people don't know much about but yeah. in meetings and and all these things, this is why we have all the conversations that we've always had, had because these are the scenarios that we help each other in. Mm-hmm. And just hearing stories like that, how we would do it in private, it would probably lead me to to also go in a meeting and maybe react different or go against somebody I don't don't like in a, in a certain scenario mm-hmm. and maybe dig deeper. Don't get me wrong. I don't get me wrong. The the feeling brewed up. Of course, I got. Oh, I was mad inside. Yeah. Like, how could he? I look. I knew what we were providing this person, mm-hmm. and it wasn't the quality was not bad. Yeah, the way he was saying it, it wasn't shit. Yeah, and I, I, again. So of course, it inside it offended me, but how I choose to respond in that moment mm-hmm. is 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 in is in my hands. Yeah. So how do I fi- how do I navigate these waters? And I've had many scenarios, brother, I, more than this. But yeah, it's it's about the response. It's about mm-hmm. the reaction. How do you understand and pick apart the person across from you if they don't agree with you? If they're being offensive? If they're being hateful? If they're what? It, where is that pain point? I want to figure out where is that. Let me break you down because if I can break you down, you're gonna start questioning yourself and that that client started questioning himself at the end of it and that's what i wanted i think business work especially being successful or quote unquote moving through business Mm. you need to be you need to be emotionally intelligent and you need to figure it out quickly because you will get eaten alive if you don't every room you walk in is like walking into a room full of sharks it is it absolutely and when i was a kid uh even my high school coach said to my mom like parent teacher meeting and she was like i don't like your coach because of blah 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 and obviously she likes him now but at the time she was like your coach said oh crumb he's a really nice kid but nice isn't gonna get him anywhere in this world 
Mm. And my mom didn't like that because she's like, why? He can be nice and he'll be a nice kid and everybody will treat him nicely uh, in response. But when I think back to that conversation, a lot of growth had to happen because I was genuinely a nice kid trying to take attention off of me. And how I did that was make other people happy. And when I started learning that in different rooms, you had to obviously go through a lot of different experiences, but also build your confidence up to a point where you can get to the point where you don't feel attacked by something. Where, like, for example, yeah. in your scenario, when you're talking about it, you need to have confidence in your product. You need to have confidence in what you do. And you need to have confidence to even ask that question. Because if you know that you, can, you can't break them down if your stuff is broken on your side. Exactly. And the fact that you're able to break it down just shows that you've thought through everything as a businessman. And then now having that conversation intelligently is coming from a place of being good at what you do. Absolutely. And like I said before, if you don't have a solid foundation and, you know, for those young leaders who are listening to this, you know, I highly recommend you check out Maslow's hierarchy and, and start to really find your own pain points. Because sometimes we just kind of go through life and we don't we don't really think about it. We're just like, oh, I need money now, or oh, I need this now, or oh, I need a significant other. Oh, I need, like, you kind of react. But if you can figure out, okay, what are my bottlenecks right now? What are the things that are holding me back? And what would I, what, what scenario would I love to be in a year, two, three years from now? And that's something that I had to do. And, and one of the things was, just something simple. And, you know, a lot of brown guys can relate to this, but living at home, for me, it was very difficult. My dad's a military guy and he runs his household like that as well. So whatever is in his household, that's his, that's his layer. That's his, that's his realm. And so me trying to do this video shit, me trying to rap, me trying to do all these things and having all these things in my head and, and trying to build on top of that, family responsibilities. If you're in the household, you 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 have to help in some type of way. Mm -hmm. Go get the groceries. Go clean up. Go vacuum. Go whatever that is, and that's fair because I'm in his in his house. And so for me, I needed to get away from, not from not from the responsibilities that my father would lay upon me, but the constant nagging, the constant you know certain things, the drama, et cetera, et cetera. I needed a place where my head could be clear. Because I need to move forward and I need to move my dreams forward. So what was the first step? Got to move out of your parents' house. You got to find another layer. Not saying that I'm getting away from my parents to not help them. I want to help them. In fact, they're my main driver. They're my main motivation to this day. But I need to move forward in my life as well. So what do I need to do? I need to make money. I need to save enough to buy a place. And that's exactly what I did. I started making that plan. The moment I bought the house five years ago, it was one of the best decisions because now I have a place of my own. There's nobody around. No one. I don't have any excuses for distractions or this and that. Okay, I got this. What's the next step? Right? And, and you start to, that pain point completely gone. Yeah. And guess what happened? My relationship with my father got better. Extreme. Like it turned, we, we, were, we were like foes and I came out of that and like we're now best, like we're like close friends now. It almost feels like it, it feels kind of surreal because I'd never thought I'd get to a place with my dad like that. And so you don't realize those sort of things. But again, you just break down your pain points and say, what do I need to do to get myself in a better position because of what's the end goal here? 
I need to build my business. I need to start working on my dreams. I need to start working on my goals. One of those things. And the simple thing of saving your money, a simple thing of um, figuring out a different space. Yeah. You know, I need an office or I need this or I need that. And for working on that, once I had that solid foundation, now I can start thinking about emotional intelligence. Now I can start thinking about tactics when I'm in business. Now I can start thinking about strategies and this and that and, and, and doing more higher level, quote unquote, higher level things so that my business could even, you know, move further. Yeah, man. Sequencing. There's, that's it. I think that's the part where a lot of people get it twisted is they have the right ideas but they want to execute them out of order. 100%. It's like any, even like a tra weight training program. Simple, simple thing that everybody kind of goes through. They're trying to get in shape at a certain point. And if you start a training program that's just out of sequence, you're not going to get those results. But in the same way, if you have this exact same exercises in a different order, there's going to be a completely different result by the end of it. And that part always kind of made me think about everything in life too, where you start thinking about if you did things in sequence, if you started from the foundational layer, get yourself out, uh, out of the house, have enough food for yourself, have enough money for food for yourself, then you're able to do things where you have the freedom of those like mastery type thoughts, right? Like it's, it's hard to be really good at what you do if you're, and I, I think we were both there at the same time, mm -hmm. which is interesting. We were both at, at a time where we were both hungry we both needed a lot. And that's why our relationship actually wasn't as good back then as it is now. Is because we were both hungry and to the point where we almost saw each other's competition at times. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. And when we kind of got out of that little rut where we were like, okay, I'm just trying to survive. I'm just tr trying to survive. It's hard to think anything friend-wise if you're trying to survive. Because mm -hmm. as from friend to friend, I don't know what's going on in your life because we don't share like that. Yeah. And you didn't know what was going on in my life. Mm -hmm. And then when you think about all the stress that we've had in the back of our mind, once you get out of that, then you can start thinking, okay, podcast, we should, we should try this. And you have the freedom of being in rooms with different mindsets. Because even when I was trying to get clients before, media-wise, there was times where bills needed to be paid. And I was in there more cutthroat than ever, right? And if somebody was offended... Maybe back then I'd be like, you know what, um, uh, this shit doesn't work out for me, I'm out. Because I'm coming from a place of survival. Mm -hmm. But then where you build that foundation, now you can bite the bullet sometimes and understand that this may not profit you this time, but you're going to learn from it. You're going to bring in more of a clientele. You might take even a loss, but having the intelligence to be in that position allows you to have that further development down the road. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And that's... You know, one of the things of like, you know, having some savings, having some money in the bank, having a nest egg of cash that if you don't work tomorrow, if you get laid off from your job for the next three to six months, can you survive? Yeah. And and can you be comfortable? Can you sleep at night? You know, and that, that was one of those things that I had to build up. I remember it was like going out with some friends and, you know, we would have our odd dinners here and there with the, with the, with the, with the boys and all right, I'm not getting that steak. I'm just getting water and an appetizer. I'm not telling anybody, yeah. but in the back of my head, you ain't there yet. Because my goal, I, I haven't seen that number in your bank account where I'm comfortable yet. Yeah. And that was one of those little little disciplines of like, I'm not buying the $5 coffee. 
I can't. I can't afford it. Not right now. I need to get I need to see that number hit 10, 20, 30, 40, 50k in the bank account before I even think about all right, you deserve that steak. Okay. Let's go get the $5 lattes. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? And it's hard to save mm-hmm. because I, I was the same way. I want to spend, I want to, you know, you you have a certain lifestyle or you you live a certain way and you, you want to continue spending. And at a certain point I was like, "Nah, I need to get ahead." How hard would right? you say delayed gratification is now? So hard. And why why would you say it's so hard? It's difficult, man, because everything is now now now. <laughs> yeah. I need this now. I need this food now. I need this now. You know what I mean? And you, you go on YouTube and how easy it is it is it to make a million dollars? You know, it's so funny because I saw a stat. Um, I think I think Alex Ramosi said this in one of his videos. He was like, teenagers now from some sort of stat, it was like 87% think that they're going to be a millionaire by 25. <laughs> I mean, kudos to them, but... By 25. 25 is... Right? And it's funny because... I was one of those kids. I was too. <laughs> at, at 17, 18, I was like, yeah, by 25, I'm going to make it. I'm going to have the big house, the big car, the millions of dollars. Yeah. You know, I thought that. And Hey, bro, I, by 35. Yeah, <laughs> by 35. That, now, yeah. once you hit 30, that it's still there. Yeah, yeah. Like when we were 15, we said 25. Yeah. We're 30, and now we're saying 35. But 